0: On today's episode of Inside the Nest, we recap a big opening week for Kennesaw State men's basketball. Get a visit from Trey Merle, Director of Player Development, previewing what's ahead for logistically this road trip to UAB and Creighton. Hootie takes with Stacey Jones and Jordan Griffith with a trip around the A-Sun. Inside the Nest is brought to you, as always, by Fifth Third Bank, the official bank of Kennesaw State Athletics. This is Fandom of Fifth Third Better. Visit 53.com for more information. Like I said, it was a big opening week for Kennesaw State men's basketball. The Owls are 2-0 oh after blowout victories over Carver Bible College, 87-40 last Wednesday, and Tacoa Falls, 106-44 last Saturday. It's the first 2-0 start since 2010, and the Owls broke three single-game records against Tacoa Falls. Three-pointers made in the game, assists made in the game, and 106 points scored. We bring on our analysts, Terrence Hill, who did the game Wednesday, and Jordan Griffith, who worked with me on Saturday. To discuss the two games and look ahead to the games this week, UAB and Creighton. it's Inside the Nest with Terrence and Jordan. Terrence, Jordan, thanks for joining us as we recap a huge weekend for Kennesaw State men's basketball. And Terrence, I want to go back to the opener against Carver Bible College. There was hype, I think, internally amongst the athletic department for what this team could do. Of course, you never know until uh, that ball is tipped off and the clock starts counting down. But looking back at the opener Wednesday, what impressed you the most?
1: I will tell you, uh, uh, Nolan, just uh, taking a glance at Wednesday – Something that I appreciated was the complexity of the defense and offense. Uh, and against Carver Bible, I noticed you, you can notice like some four court press going on, some trapping from the strong and weak side. And then a lot of times they found a the hot hand. And this was an issue last season of uh, finding a hot hand and not only finding, but having multiple people uh, that can score the ball. And I noticed that they had so many different options on the court that you can rely on. Um, and I just appreciate the variety of of, of play calling. Uh, but most importantly to me as a player, you always appreciate the passion that someone can come and put on the court and then split in front of their crowd. And I want to say Wednesday night for the opening. I don't think it was just the hype from the crowd. I think that these guys are going to bring that type of passion every single night in and night out.
2: So, Terrence, I'm wondering – we're looking at it, pretty much the same team both games, great defensively, and the shooting ability is still there. What do you think is the
1: actual strength of this team? I would say it's the defense. You have the offense. That's just that's just the addition. But I think it's the defense. And, and this may be um, – I know that the nuances of the game now is have the offensive mindset. I'm still under the impression that defense is something that you hold your hat on. And I want to say the defense – uh, in the effort and aggressive aggressiveness of the defense is something that would be the cornerstone and the staple for this Kennesaw State team if they want to go far in the conference and the NCAA tournament, which I think they can do. But if you were to ask me, I would say the strongest, the strongest thing that got, these guys have to offer is their defense
0: first. So we talked about in the broadcast Wednesday the first uh, appearance for Chris Youngblood and the success he had connecting on his first three three-pointers. He had 17 points. We did a little bit of research going into the game Saturday for how that stacked up for Division One all-conference players at Kennesaw State, and I think it tied for the most points in a debut. So the best in their careers at Kennesaw State didn't start as quite as good as Chris Youngblood. Knowing that and, and looking at what he did on Wednesday, just how impressive was it for him to, to go out there and make it look easy?
1: Yeah, and, and then you take – to make it look easy, and, and then the thing is, going back to history of D1 for Kennesaw State, there's a lineage of, of players that really can play, um, and there are uh, several guys overseas, um, so for you to be mentioned, and then not only mentioned to top all these players as the best debut, it says a lot. and then young, but as you mentioned, this guy, it just seems like he was in rotation, he was always he was always in a position to score, and it was effortless. he never did too much, which you see a lot of. For uh, freshmen, especially the first game, you see a lot of rush. You see a lot of, uh, of angst. and you, they, they, t- they have a tendency to rush their shot. So for Youngblood to come out and perform with so much composure and then to top it off as, as the best debut, I want to say salute to him. But it's just that he's playing within rhythm, and you usually don't find that until middle of the season, maybe a third of the season. But the first game, and I understand the competition, uh, they were supposed to win that game. But looking past that – you can see that this is how this kid is going to play.
0: So I want to pose a question to the both of you guys. Which record was your favorite that was broken Saturday? Points scored in a single game, single game record for assists, single game record for three-pointers made.
1: I'll let Jordan take this one first.
2: I got to I gotta go with the fan favorite and the, the three-pointers made. Uh, Spencer Rogers was uh, unbelievable. Chris Youngblood is a great shooter as well. I, I think that one was the fan favorite. And I, that's probably the one I'm going to go with as well.
1: And Nolan, can you, can you give me that rundown one more time, please?
0: Yeah, I know. It was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Single game record for points scored, assists, and three-pointers made.
1: Oh, man. Three-pointers are really impressive. I love it. But if you were to ask me, I'm all about the assist. I'm all about team play. If you can then, again, this is going back to my original statements. If you can have so many different guys scoring, it just makes you a more dynamic team. Um, So having that many assists is what impressed me because they're moving the ball around. You have selfless players on the team. And and just looking back at our old four national championship team, from the one all the way to the bench, you got to have depth. And that's what, that's what kind of signals to me that it's depth on the team when you see a lot of assists and you break that record.
0: Terrence, thanks for joining us on Inside the Nest. we got one more question for you. As the team looks ahead to playing UAB and Creighton on the road this week, how can you take what you built upon and, and what you accomplished over the first two games and take that on the road? Road's different this year. You don't get to go there 24 hours in advance for some of these games and have a couple of shoot-arounds in the gym. Uh, as we'll find out from Trey Murrell, Kennesaw State's going to have their pregame shoot around here. Then they're going to hop on over across state lines and go play UAB. It's different in 2020. How can you take what you've done and bring that on the road?
1: So I, I will take first the tenacity that we had on uh, in both games, take the tenacity, um, take the the ways that we score, but mainly it's, Defense. I'm gonna go back to defense because this is a way that you build your team up um, faster than offensive. Offensively, you got to find that chemistry. You got to know where a guy is gonna be before they're there, and that's when you're able to find them in the corner, on top of the key for the three or, or for a drive. You got to know. But defensively, you can build your team off of that uh, without having that much chemistry. And I think they have clicked. So if I were to say, when you're going on the road, just build off uh, off your defense and just have that tenacity, regardless of who you playing knowing as soon as you step on that court, they put their jersey on just like, they, like you do, and they put their shorts on just like you do, and they lace them up just like you do, and don't be afraid of anyone that you face.
0: Terrence, excellent insight. Thanks for joining us on the pod today.
1: No problem, man. Thanks, thank you guys for having me.
0: Here's today's WellStar Wellness Health Tip. If your New Year's resolution includes dropping pounds, you may want to consult a WellStar nutritionist before getting started. Following fad diets to lose weight quickly, and without medical supervision, may result in long-term health problems. Slow and steady wins the race. For more health tips, visit wellstar.org. Road trips, especially the first one of the year, are always a big moving part. In this year, with the effects of COVID-19, there's a lot more items on a checklist than ever before. Kennesaw State heads to UAB on Wednesday for the first road game of the year and then up to Omaha, Nebraska to take on the Creighton Blue Jays on Friday. So a quick turnaround from Birmingham to Omaha. It's going to be a lot going on for KSU men's basketball. And we catch up with Trey Merle. Ran into him the hallway the other day. He was going through everything that lied ahead, and I thought, man, this is actually some good info. So wanted to bring Trey in. He obliged, sat down, and we discussed what goes into this road trip. So it's Trey Merle with us giving insight into the road trip ahead logistically for KSU men's basketball here on Inside the Nest. Trey, thanks for joining us on Inside the Nest. It's a big week. The Owls hit the road for the first time this season, playing UAB on December 2nd and Creighton on December 4th. Typically I know the first road trip of the year, maybe a little nervous. There there's a lot of checklist items that you got to get through. This year that checklist is what? Quadrupled? Yeah, it's
3: uh <laughs> it's definitely grown in size for sure. Got to make sure uh, everything's in everything's in order and we're and we're ready to go for this trip.
0: What's the biggest difference from a holistic view of traveling this year compared to years past?
3: Oh, I think um the main thing would be uh, just having to make sure that everything everything's in order, everything is, we, we have a plan for something, um, whether that be, you know, getting extra rooms just in case, you know, one of something happens on the road where someone gets symptoms or something like that, or, you know, packing a, a whole bag of sanitization stuff. Um, I know we, we have like I think we have like six bottles of Lysol spray that we're just ready we're just ready for the bus with. Um, but there's just different things that that you know normally we wouldn't have to worry about um, you know eating in the hotel for our pregame. You know having to make sure that you know somebody uh, you know somebody serving the food with a mask and instead of the guys going up and making a plate for themselves. Um, if they go up and get seconds, they now have to have a mask on. So it's just like tedious things that um, our team has actually been really good um, with being disciplined so far. Um, so we're, there's a lot of things that make us worry a little bit, but other than that, we, I've, we trust them and they've been disciplined in doing what they're supposed to do. So
0: What worries you specific to your role? <laughs> uh,
3: what worries me specific to my role? Um, would have to be the unknown. Um, you always you can plan as as well as you can for for my role in, in doing the travel for road trips, um, but you always have to make room a little bit for the unknown and the unknown for road trips this year uh, during COVID nineteen is is a little bit it's a little bit out there. So um, just just making sure that all my you know all my t's are crossed, all my eyes are dotted. Um, and, and making sure that we are, we, we are able to, we're good to go, so.
0: Let's walk through what this week looks like from an itinerary. I take it we're obviously gonna bus over to Birmingham.
3: So for us on Wednesday, um, we'll do our, our normal shoot around here um, in the Convocation Center, um, and then we'll eat our pregame meal, and then we'll get on a bus and we'll go down straight to the arena for UAB um, and, and we'll get ready to play them. Um, and then we'll go back to the hotel that night, stay the night. We'll wake up at six o'clock in the morning um, and catch a flight from Birmingham uh, to Omaha. So that flight's at eight o'clock in the morning. Um, we'll get into Omaha around two o'clock, have lunch at 2.30, um, 2.45. And then we'll practice that night, do film, have dinner, uh, get the guys in bed and then we're ready to go on on Friday uh, for the game so it'll be the normal normal day on Friday for us for a game day uh, shoot around uh, pre-game meal getting taped in the hotel and then heading over to the gym for the game so we're looking forward to it um, you know uh, we, with the with this young group we're very excited and I know they're excited so we just have to make sure that everything's planned correctly Um, that we take into account their safety for everything Mm -hmm. and and just make sure that we're good to go
0: how does seating on the bus work
3: um so the seating on the bus is going to be a little bit different so we uh we have a 56 passenger coach um and basically the first four seats will not be you can't sit in them so those will all be you know a buffer between the bus driver and our group and then when we start our rows each each row will be staggered so i'll get a row and i'll have the entire row across so that means my two seats on the left and my two seats on the right that's my whole row and then there will be another person two rows behind me that will be that will have the same thing so we're staggering them a little bit just to give everyone a little bit more room and to be safe so
0: plenty of room to lay down after a game plenty
3: of room to lay down Um, I'm sure that's always the fun thing is looking back on road trips and you just see the big long legs of the guys just (laughs) sprawled out across, which I'm a hundred percent sure that's what it's going to look like. (laughs) So we're looking forward to it.
0: And you were telling me before we recorded this, uh, there's a bit of an advice to the guys when it comes time to get ready for the plane portion
3: of this trip. Yeah, So our, our airport protocol is a little bit different. Um, obviously, we are completely, you know, masked up. We have our face mask on. Um, I think potentially we might be wearing face masks and face shields just to make sure that we're safe in the airport. But the main thing that we're stressing to our guys is um, just being aware of social distance. Um, so that's, you know, if you feel like you're not six feet, find six feet don't do not be where there's other people around um try to space out yourself in the airport but the main thing is just being aware um i think again with our group they're very disciplined and they listen so um, this should this should be easy when we you know when we discuss them and say hey remember in the airport how to carry yourself how to act you know how to represent you know that ks on your shirt so we're we're it'll be it'll be interesting but we're i'm not I don't expect there to be any hiccups or challenges with this team.
0: Last question for you, and you may not have it this road trip, but in all your years being around the sport and traveling on buses, what's been your favorite bus movie?
3: (laughs) My favorite bus movie. Uh, Honestly, (laughs) honestly, uh, it would have to be Creed. We watched Creed a couple times. And it was to the point where it was to the point where we watched Creed all the way through. And like, I didn't even think about it. I didn't care if there was anybody else wanted to watch another basketball game on the on the on the bus at all or anything like that. I just went ahead and went put Creed 2 immediately in after Creed finished. So. <laughs> <laughs> big fan of Creed. Big fan of Creed.
0: Great movies. Trey, yeah. thanks for joining us and best of luck to you and the Owls in this road trip this week.
3: Thank you. Appreciate it.
0: We'd like to take this time to thank our proud partner, Coca-Cola, for being the beverage choice of KSU athletics events. Coca-Cola, taste the feeling. Thanks to Trey for joining us, and now we move to the women's side of things. Kaylee Mansell is back with Hootie Takes with a freshman, Stacey Jones. The two sat down before the Thanksgiving break, so the first question leads off with what's ahead on the Thanksgiving docket for Stacy and what dishes she's going to go for. So we'll have to have a follow-up and see if everything worked out her way. It's Kaylee and Stacy on Inside the Nest.
4: Hello, Kennesaw State. I am Kaylee Mansell with the Owl Network, and today I have the privilege of sitting down with women's basketball player Stacey Jones for a special edition of Hooty Takes. Stacy, Thanksgiving break's coming up next week, so tell us what is on your ideal Thanksgiving plate.
5: On um, my ideal Thanksgiving plate, let me see. I gotta have the honey baked ham. Oh, so good. Mac and cheese, of course, extra cheese. Mm. And sweet potatoes.
4: All right, so what Thanksgiving food is an absolute no? Like you're you're completely skipping over it.
5: Mashed potatoes. What? I, I do not do mashed potatoes, I cannot.
4: Do you prefer sweet potatoes instead?
5: Yes, Oh, I love sweet potatoes, so good.
4: All right, so with the first game coming up, tell us your ideal walkout song. Like when you know you step out onto that court, it's game time.
5: Ooh, that's a good question. I have a few. All right, you can give it to There's me. There's like Purple Lamborghini by Rick Ross. He has looks. Oh, this is hard. <laughs> and Got It On Me. I forgot who that. that's by, but that's a good song too. I think it's Pop Smoke. Yeah, it is Pop, pop Smoke. <laughs> All
4: right, so for our last one, Commons is a really big thing here at KSU. So what player on your team is most likely to eat Commons grilled cheese for every single meal?
5: Every single meal? That's I true. have Jill, Jill <laughs> loves her grilled cheese. Uh, I love my grilled mm-hmm. cheese for a fact. And I gotta say your too. Talk three, that's a talk three right that's there. That's funny
4: that you say that because that's what made me decide Kennesaw was grilled cheese. Really? Uh, I had a comment with grilled cheese, couldn't leave after that. I understand, <laughs> I totally understand. All right, Stacey, thank you for sitting down with us today. Um, good luck in the rest of your season. This is the time where you can shout out anything you want to. righty, well, girls. Anyhow.
0: (laughs) Atlanta Air Charter has been safely operating a fleet for over 15 years. Atlanta Air Charter's passion for aviation has led them to form the Atlanta Air Academy to train, mentor, and provide a pathway to prepare well-trained pilots. For more information on Atlanta Air Academy, please visit www.atlantaairacademy.com. Available by phone 24-7, Atlanta Air Charter is a proud supporter of Kennesaw State Athletics and is waiting for your call. And our last segment on Inside the Nest is with Jordan Griffith. He's back on with a trip around the A-Sun in a big week for the opening tip of A-Sun teams. It's a trip around the A-Sun with Jordan Griffith on Inside the Nest. Welcome to a trip around
2: the ASUN. I'm Jordan Griffith and once again I'm going to take you around the ASUN conference. Let's get it started. First up I want to talk about these women ASUN teams and right now there's only two wins in the entire conference and that is because half of the conference has only played so the only two wins are coming from Florida Gulf Coast. They just got their most recent win, eighty-four to sixty-one, over Davidson. Uh, Florida Memorial, the first game of the season on November twenty-fifth, was their first win, and they lost to Missouri State and Arkansas, both ranked opponents. Missouri State ranked number twenty-four at the time nationally, and Arkansas number fourteen. So just narrowly losing to both of those legitimate squads. Outside of Florida Gulf Coast, there are no other wins to report. There are a few losses, but these are early preseason games where you are playing very tough opponents. North Alabama is one of those. They just lost to Purdue 80-69. to 69. So not really a whole lot of credibility in these big-time losses because the scheduling is so tough early on in the year. But Kennesaw State women's basketball has not tipped off. They will tip off on December 18th. So right, as of right now, no news to report from that team. Now I want to talk about the men's basketball teams in the ASUN Conference. And first up, I want to talk about the Liberty Flames. Now, I told you guys to watch out for the game against Purdue on the 25th. They lost by 13 points, 77 to 64. But man, did they put up a fight. And it's kind of hard to stop a guy like Zach Eddy, one of the best players in the nation for the Boilermakers in Purdue. But that was a loss. They They didn't go on the road to beat Mississippi State. Then they beat South Carolina, and then they lose by only four points to TCU, another Big 12 team right there. So some may see a 2-2 and season so far as the definition of an average year, but the Liberty Flames are proving that they can play with the big boys in the Power 5 conferences. And now to round out the rest of the conference in the A-Sun for the men's squads, the only two teams, unlike the women that haven't played yet are Stetson and Bellarmine. And Stetson, they play tonight, so they are going to be able to get on the board before you know it. Then they go on the road to face Miami, Miami, Florida, the Miami, the U, at 2 p.m. on the 4th. Then they go to face Florida on the 6th at 2 p.m. as well. So, they very well could be 1-2 and two by the end of the week. But we're going to have to keep our eye out on Stetson. And the other team that has not has yet to play is Bellarmine. And like I said on the last segment, their first game is against the sixth-ranked Duke Blue Devils. And that'll be on the fourth. You better believe I'm going to be tuning in for that one, in the rest of the conference, you're looking at teams like North Florida. They have three quick losses on their record. Uh, they've lost to Miami of Florida is their most recent loss. NC State, uh, Eastern Kentucky was their first one. Then you have teams like Jacksonville and Kennesaw State, who have scheduled rather easy opponents in their first two games, but have done well. And we're going to have to see how that relates when we go later into the season. And especially in January when conference play begins, that's when you're going to see these preseason schedules really come to fruition in terms of how tough did you play the big boys of the Power 5 conferences. A team to watch out for in the ASUN in the upcoming days is the Lipscomb Bisons. They are one and one right now. A three-point win over Lamar and a two-point loss over Tulane. And that was just yesterday. Tulane, by the way, is coached by former Georgia State head coach, men's basketball head coach, Ron Hunter. So he's turning that AAC conference Tulane team around. But as Hassan Azadula, This is a guy who really takes my breath away. 13 points, 9 rebounds, and 7 assists. He is the preseason player of the year, unanimous player of the year in the ASUN conference for a reason. And yes, they lost by only 2 points to Tulane. But man, 7 assists from the center position is really breathtaking, especially against upper conference opponents. And for the next 2 games, you're seeing this recurring theme in the ASUN of early season big time scheduling and Lipscomb is playing Cincinnati on the second as they play Arkansas three days later. So they're playing two big time basketball programs within days of each other right after losing just by two points to Tulane. So Lipscomb is going to have to be watched by the entire nation. And I think they're going to be able to compete in both of those upcoming games. Once again, not a ton of news out of the conference early on in the season. Only a couple weeks into it as of right now. But that is your trip around the A-Sun for this week. Tune in next week. We have a ton of exciting, big-time games in the A-Sun conference. I'm Jordan Griffith for Network. Thank you so much for listening.
0: Thank you, Jordan. And thanks to all of our guests for joining us on Inside the Nest. I'm Nolan Alexander. Remember, Inside the Nest is brought to you by Fifth Third Bank, the official bank of Kennesaw State Athletics. This is fandom of Fifth Third Better. Visit 53.com for more information. Best of luck to men's basketball against UAB on the road tonight. You can follow that game on our links on KSUALS.com, on CUSA.tv, and then the link for the Friday game at Creighton airing on FS1. Until next time, go Owls.